The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Very excited to be joined on the line with one of my favorites. I guess now a couple of my favorites, Tim and Colin from Tim and the Glory Boys. Guys, thanks for doing this today. Oh, you're so welcome. Tim, uh, let's talk. We'll start with you. Let's talk about uh, just the excitement of getting back out on the road. I know that the uh, hometown hoedown tour was uh, set to run last year even, but it got delayed. And what's it like to be back out on the road? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, it's fantastic. And um, and it, it feels like we're doing what we were uh, created to do. Um, and uh, it's it's amazing. It's been a tough couple of years. And uh, we just... We just have, uh, you know, a lot less entitlement and a lot more gratitude for everything that kind of comes across our plate that looks like a gig. So, man, this tour, you know, like 18 months in the making is finally happening. And on one hand, it feels like old hat, like we're back and nothing's changed. But on on another hand, we're we're different people. And for better or worse, I think we're better, uh, better people having gone through COVID. What's it like, uh, you know, just the crowd response? I know you guys did so much, you know, during the pandemic to stay engaged with audiences and get new music out there. What's it? What's the response been like being back out in front of people? Take it, Colin. Yeah, it's been, you know, trying to do these online Zoom concerts and stuff like that throughout the pandemic. It was, you know, it, it helped the appetite for, for live music a little bit, but actually being physically in front of people again and feeling the energy and the vibe of a crowd that's excited to sing these songs that we've been releasing through two years of lockdown, and, you know, we finally get to sing them for people. It's it, it's an unbelievable feeling, and it, it's just it's energetic, and it pumps us up to the max, just ready to go. Tim, really interested to know how uh, how's your voice holding up now that you're you know pulling it putting it back to level ten, and how much work did you have to put in to be ready <laughs> to be a vocalist back on stage again? Well, the good thing about a, a voice is that it's just sort of what whatever you were given at birth, and it if you if you take good care of it, which means not using it, um, it it typically will do better, and it's never been better. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently, the COVID break uh, it did well, and. Um, and yeah, it's it's been surprisingly surprisingly good. I mean, my guitar skills not so much, but uh, <laughs> also my people skills in general. I forgot how to talk to people. I don't know how to shake hands anymore. I'm I'm that guy that's like giving you the fist, and then I change my mind halfway through and end up covering your fist with my hand. You know that that move? Yeah, that's that's super cool. Everybody wants to be that guy's friend. I think. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Never mind. Colin, for you, uh, you know, you, you getting back on stage, you talked about that energy. Just as a musician, what I know that you spend a lot of time, you know, uh, hunkering down, working on your craft, but what's it like to, to play live and, you know, have that energy, but also that pressure of, of playing your, your instrument live? What's that like? You know what? Honestly, it, it, it doesn't feel like pressure at all. It, it feels like a homecoming where we're in front of fans and family and community where it's just, everyone's excited everyone's rooting for each other and i you know we did have some extra time to work on our skills at home but like tim said i uh i feel like we got distracted by just doing stupid videos on youtube and stuff like that rather than playing guitar in your case having a child (laughs) oh yeah in march of 2020 that's right i had a covid baby so that's cool um but yeah no it, it honestly it it just feels refreshing and just like we're back again and that's we're just loving it 
How do you guys deal with, you know, traveling across Canada together, playing shows together, spending a lot of time together? Uh, what's that like for you guys? Tim, we'll start with you kind of uh, just as one of, as the leader. What's it like traveling across the country again? <laughs> um, we, we call each other our road wives or our wives call, call each other that. Um, <laughs> in that it is very much, it's very much like a marriage and, and you have to, uh, you have to make sure that you're not letting your, uh, personal space kind of invade others and and not just your physical space but like your ideas and like just mental awareness of of where everyone else is at we we try to have each other's backs we're we're constantly asking each other you know where you at how are things back at home with the family where's your mental health like and and picking up on everybody has their quiet days, you know, everyone just kind of gives them more space and it's, it's extra accommodating. It's a, it's a really well run little sort of family of, of everybody kind of having the same intentions, which is to lift everybody up. And, and, uh, the ultimate ethic in this group is just to, uh, is just to love the person and, and be about the humanity of the situation versus any business decisions. And within that we've, we've, had the best time ever we just we work really hard we like right now we're doing 13 shows in 14 days and um and so it's it's an intense schedule and there's you know all the planning that you can put into it but there's monkey wrenches that are constantly thrown in like today we had to fill up a tire and we got turned away at cal tire and got received at fountain tire (laughs) we had to like we had to we had to get it uh get it figured out but all that to say like with with all of the trials and tribulations that come and and the general like difficulty that it is the tour it's our love for each other and for the people that are coming to these shows that keeps us just energetic and full of full of life for ourselves and life to give and to inspire with so that's 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 kind of the vibes we try to live by Colin, uh, be blunt, man. What is something about the road that you didn't miss? Is it the meals? Is it the lack of, uh, you know, is it lack of entertainment maybe during the day or in between shows? What's something about the road that you didn't miss? Oh, man, that's a great question. I'm I'm usually the energizer bunny, and I kind of love everything or get excited about most things. Um, The one thing I don't miss is, having to problem solve like oil dripping out of the bus constantly. And then we're like, are we stuck? Do we have to rent U-Hauls? Are we renting minivans? But at the flip, the flip side of that is when we get through a hard time of figuring out what's wrong with the bus and stuff, we kind of conquer it and come through on the other side. And it's actually an amazing feeling, but that initial like gut wrenching, like, Oh crap, the bus isn't make it to the next show. I don't miss that. That's a bit of a, a downer sometimes. I, I'm already picturing, uh, you know, a future Tim and the Glory Boys song called Hitchhiker, where you guys are, you know, on the side <laughs> of the road with your thumbs out. And, uh, yeah. Like uh, speaking of music videos, Tim, uh, you know, I just, uh, I can't help but watch a Float over and over and think, you know, that just seems like a home movie for you, that uh, that, that would be kind of what you guys are all about, family, fun, and good times. What was it like, you know, filming that and, and getting that kind of uh, fun vibe again? Man, you nailed it. That is that is pretty much what we do every weekend. We just get a bunch of families and friends and together, and um, and we entertain ourselves. We have some friends with some amazing properties and really expensive boats. And by the way, don't buy a boat. Find a friend with a really expensive boat. That's the key there. Um, yeah, and 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 actually being able to include all of those people 
that we live our everyday lives with that are very ordinary people with ordinary jobs and lives who look at our lives and just shake their heads. Like, what are you, how do you, like, it's, it's just such a different world to be able to include them in our world and, and, uh, in such a fun little, um, piece of video and song was so fulfilling, so satisfying. My kids were all there. They're in the video sort of a couple times, but it just like being able to have our wives there and, um, and let the, the joy that is in us sort of uh, get communicated through that music video is, is mission accomplished. And I'm, I'm so glad you love it. And it's, it seems to be loved um, by lots. And we're just so pleased because that's, that's what we do for a living. Just put up little three and a half minute works of art and hope people people love it and can connect to it so i'm glad that's happening absolutely and i'm sure you guys get to see it now in person i mean i'm sure you've tra- you track numbers or you're, you know you have people that tell you how certain songs are doing but colin mm-hmm. for you to be on stage to have people singing it back to you like what does that mean as an artist and as a performer when your song resonates with people to the point they know the words and they're singing it back to you man that's a great question and honestly for the first time this summer season of festivals leading into this fall tour, it's the first time we've really experienced this too in the Glory Boys, people knowing our music and being able to sing it back. And it, that's an incredible feeling. Like we, we've written songs that no one really knows for the last six years, except for, you know, our families or the close friends that come out to the shows. And, but it, it it's like an overwhelming feeling of people being like, yes, we love this art. What you've created, we resonate with. It speaks to us, and we're going to sing it back at the top of our lungs. That's a that's an infectious feeling, absolutely. Tim, uh, you know it, it's kind of crazy the the life that artists lead, uh, especially the last couple of years. It it was all okay, no tour, create, create, create. Now it's get out on the road and and show off those creations. How do you how do you channel and how do you kind of level out performance versus creation when it comes to your to your music? Oh, we don't. We're, I have a terrible uh, balance. <laughs> uh, well, the hardest things to create are, are the social media moments, to be honest with you. The songs and videos, like, you take months sometimes to make these. You collaborate with some of the most creative people in the world. But when when Sony, the record labels, like, you're not posting enough about X, Y, or Z, that's when I'm like, <laughs> all right. I kind of miss uh, the 90s when there were no smartphones and <laughs> wasn't this pressure to, to create um the pressure is always there i what we're trying to do is just find joy in the, in the creating and, mm. and sometimes it can get to the point where it just feels like you're you're putting out a product it's like a commodity and it's not a piece of you or or true art and i think that's the balance that we are currently trying to figure out and we're fighting for the the art to stay pure and the intentions to be about sharing the art and not about money or career or fame or celebrity. And, and it's, uh, I think with, I think it's working. I think our heads are screwed on are pretty, pretty good. And, and, um, we've got lots of people in our lives, our wives being the number one influence, I think to keep us humble in in a good way, um, as the opportunities and star kind of, kind of keeps rising. All right, a couple more for you guys. Colin, um, as an artist, what uh, what does it mean that you can kind of go from a, a serious tune to a fun tune? I'm thinking like Me Without You, which is really heartfelt and beautiful, and then you go to Float, which is also heartfelt on a different kind of level. Just as an artist, what does it mean to be able to kind of do both sides, be serious, and yet have a lot of fun? 
I think the cool thing about music is that you can write songs for the time that we're in, whether that's a community or a country or globally. And I think we went through a time where Me Without You meant actually a lot to a lot of people and it spoke to them during kind of a hard time that we were all going through. And then on the flip side, we can throw out a song like Float that's like it's all about just joy and excitement and love and just just letting everything shed off you and just having a good time. And it, it's very cool to be able to write music that can, you know, be for the times and for the people and where everyone's at. And that's one of the coolest parts about being able to write. And I know, Tim, writing that song, I know you can speak to that about being a, just a cool thing because it's very much like us, that song. Like, historically us. Yeah, totally. It's, that's the float is the, are the vibes by which we live. And Me Without You and what was the one before that bloodlines Bloodlines. so both of those music videos were in hospitals but it it seemed to like like colin was saying be about the times that we were living in and float is on the on the edge of covid kind of being over and we just all we want to do is like float i guess (laughs) all i want to do um and uh (laughs) and that that's true i mean that's sort of like if it's it's sort of aligned with with where we are at as a as a band and and i don't know what's next oh i guess the christmas song there's a sleigh ride coming next but um <laughs> but for now it you know like living in this sort of the era of float as it's in, still in the top 10 um even in october which we didn't see happening either um <laughs> it's uh it's just uh it's been really fun to go out on tour behind a song like that well having all those others still being able to pull out float and just have a a, a a mini party uh, with everybody in the room as it's currently the most well-known song and the song that's bringing people out. So it's been so much fun. That is so cool. Uh, it's got to be a lot of fun too, Tim, to be on tour with Don Amaro. I know that, uh, you know, he's been doing some really amazing, th- uh, amazing things. And he's, as he, as he continues to just uh, be such an amazing Manitoba artist and represent the province and the country so well, uh, what's it been like getting on tour with Don? Yeah. Yeah. Not good. He's, he's actually a really, really hard dude to get along with <laughs> yeah. on the road just no friends that guy <laughs> <laughs> he's uh oh he's fantastic i'm kidding obviously he's i've known don for decades and and we both sort of started doing music at the same time i was in a christian rock band called starfield for a lot of years and he was just, he was actually working at a christian cafe in um in winnipeg where starfield played some of its first gigs and we kind of struck up a relationship at that point and and then he got into country music a couple of years before we did and some kind of the same trajectory so we're we're just a couple old farts just in a bus i'm um, talking war stories from the last couple decades in manitoba themed uh kind of conversations we talk about manitoba government we talk about the golden boy the salisbury house what else <laughs> george's burgers george's burgers and subs yeah um what's the uh mj's the pierogi place in Sandbach. Yeah, that's all. That's always a good one. It, they got a oh. they got a pile of pierogies waiting for you guys the next time you're you're through town. Well, we could pass through there on the way to <laughs> Winkler from Brandon, maybe. It's yeah, the there way, you right? go. There you go. They'll have a plate well, Winkler ready. to Winnipeg. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I got one more for each of you, and then uh, and then we'll let sure. you get back to your uh, your pajama party or whatever you do with it, with your time in the days. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> Colin. Uh, Give me a song that you really look forward to playing and one that you just loathe every time you hear the intro. Like you're just so tired of playing it. 
<laughs> Give me one you love and one that you don't look as forward to. Oh, man, that's a tough call. I can tell you the one I love, and I, I love playing Heavensville, which is a song that's coming out on our new album that'll be coming out in January, and it's just an upbeat, bluegrass kind of banger of a tune. Um, I love that song. As far as songs I don't enjoy, honestly, we're our set list now is new and fresh, and it, it feels like a whole new kind of Tim and the Glory Boys vibe, and I there's not a song on the set list that I don't enjoy. You're talking to Colin Trask. He mentioned he was the Energizer Buzzy. Funny, <laughs> yeah, also, we call him Positron. Positron. <laughs> you're not going to get a negative comment. Well, do you have one, Tim? Him. You can try do you... with your journalism, but no, he, I, I, I'm here too, and I write most of the songs, so he's not going <laughs> to. Tim, we'll wrap up with this. Uh, you, you're still on tour. You're uh, you're making stops in Manitoba, including Winnipeg on the 16th. Uh, what can fans expect at the show for Tim and the Glory Boys, and how can they get tickets? Well, they can expect the hoedown. I'm not sure that might be open to interpretation, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's us on all of the bluegrass instruments. We we this tour we wanted it to be what you see is what you hear. No hard drives involved. No computers. <laughs> Uh, so much of modern music, and we do this as well at the big festivals, is mostly a computer playing tracks that you play along to. We thought this tour, man, it'd be so fun to just go back to those traditional instruments. So there's upright bass and fiddle and dobro, which is like a flat played slide guitar kind of thing, and an acoustic guitar. That's it. Oh, one kick drum. One kick drum. Colin, Colin is an, an exceptional kick drumist. Right. One, one of the best. One of the world's best. Wow. Um, dobro slash K drumming. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and that, that's what we bring. And it's just as, as high energy as those instruments can get. We, we strip it down halfway through and kind of try to go back to like the, the bluegrass roots, which, which were just instruments and voices, not even electricity involved. And it's just a lot of fun. It's, it's up and down. It's like a roller coaster. People that see it comment on it. Like it, it's always a different scene. Like it's nothing lasts longer than 10 or 15 minutes and then you're on to something new and that's just us trying to entertain and and hopefully we're doing a good job people are showing up so i think also west end cultural center i've been to many shows over the years there that have been so impactful uh for me and colin too and uh all the guys are manitoban born and raised with the exception of one oregonian (laughs) who's a recent addition but it's it's a special thing for us to be back in our home province, especially on this side of kind of being in country music and having all these new fans from a new genre and it's going to be a packed room and uh, get your tickets soon because there's not very many left, but you can still get, I think there's 50 or so left yeah. uh, at timmytour.com. So like it sounds, T-I-M-M-Y-T-O-U-R.com and uh, go to the links and find your way at the show. Guys, it uh, is always great when we get to catch up with you. Uh, thank you so much for being so generous with your time, and hopefully we can get you guys swinging through Steinbeck, get you in studio. Even if i got to bribe you with pierogies, I think we can probably <laughs> swing that at some point. Uh, uh, Tim, Colin, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this today. I always appreciate it. Man, you're so welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.